Hello, this is Brian Bullington, and I am pastor of New Song Family Church in Ventuk, Namibia. I'm so glad that you have joined us today, and it's my prayer that this podcast message will help you to grow closer to Jesus as you walk daily with Him. Perfect. We've had some amazing messages from uh, Paul Gunning. We've had great messages from Mike as well. And I'm going to take a little detour from the road that we've been on. So that was the cost of discipleship. I'm going to be looking at small group discipleship today. Now, I'm going to start with a, with, with a, a story, um, one that one of my cousins reminds me of every time I go to the village. So we were on my dad's plot, and in the middle of the day, after, after taking the, the sheep and the goats out, would come back and would let the, uh, the young get some milk, and then we would separate them from um, the, the, the young, would block them so they don't go out and all their, all their moms and all of them would head out, right? So this time, one of my cousins who had been teasing me that I was the slowest, because at the end of every day, we'd play a, a game of soccer. And sometimes some of the guys from the other village would come, and I'm a defender, right? I'm, I, this is not a, a, a speed body. This is, this is a power body. This is not a speed body. So this, 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 um, this time they told me, play midfielder today so they could laugh, and I did, and I did a lot of running very unsuccessfully. So this, on this day, he says, you know what? We normally go out to, to there's a little patch uh, that was being cleared so some corn could be planted. And he said, you know what? We normally, we, we normally separate them here in the crop, but if you're up for the challenge, we can go out to that area. We can take all of them out there and we can see who's going to catch most of them. So I'm watching everyone catching their lambs. This one catches, that one catches. Catch, and then they carry, and they walk past me as I'm still running after mine. It's just one that is just dodging me. And if you've ever chased a lamb, right, those things move, and those things turn. And then they turn, and then they do a little hop like this to let you know that you missed. <laughs> and so after doing that a few times, my cousin says, ah, let's help, let's help Rico. So the group of guys are about to help me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I will not be embarrassed even more. So for half an hour, <laughs> I ran after that lamb, the one lamb, the one left, and I never caught it. After a while, I went off and I sat under a tree, irritated. And one of the guys came up on his own and caught it in less than a minute. And, but that day I learned that it's not good to do things on your own, that no man is an island, and no man no single man is a lamb catcher. That is me. Right? But we're looking at, at, at this, and, and Mike said something um, that I remember being terrified of when I became a believer. He pointed out that uh, when we really, truly follow Jesus, there's huge potential that we will lose people, that we will lose uh, family. And um, one of his verses was Luke chapter 12, verse 53. It says, Father will be divided against son and son against father, and mother against daughter, daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. This was terrifying to me because I love my family. Right? A lot of the times they irritate me, but I love them. They're, they're, they're great people. And I was so scared of losing them. And I remember Mike also throwing in this, this, this sentence of hope, but we have a new family. We have this family over here. Right? And the Christian family does the things that our normal family is supposed to do. We support one another. We build one another up. 
we protect one another, we provide for one another where there is need, right? And God even says in Hebrews, in Hebrews 10 verse uh, 24 to 25, this is a very famous verse, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Right? And, and, and what it's saying, what it was saying to the people there is that now more than ever, you need this support. You need your family because you will lose people. You will lose your jobs. And at that time, people were losing their lives. Now more than ever, you needed your Christian family. And I think as, as, as time goes on, it gets progressively more and more difficult, does it not, to be a believer? I think of our teenagers. Uh, our YWAPers now face challenges that I did not face at, at their age. It's much, it feels like it gets harder and harder, and the world goes more and more against God, more and more against his ways. And so more and more, we need a family structure. We need this close-knit family, right? But family, does family uh, actually happen if we meet just once a week? Yes or no? <laughs> no, we need more than, 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 than once a week, right? The thing about church is it, it, it's, it's, it's more than just a social gathering. We come together because we want to be encouraged. We have a mission. We have a purpose. We have a plan. This is not a building. This is not a, a monument. This is a machine that needs to move forward all the time. But for that machine to move forward, all the pieces need to be taken care of, right? I, I was surprised by how important a little toe is when we were training one time and uh, I fell the wrong way and my toe twisted like that, my little toe. And as I was walking out, I was like, ah, it's just a little toe. It'll be okay. The next day, it was like two toes, two little toes, and I could not move at all. Right? I could barely even put pressure on the edge of my foot on the other side. Right? It was so painful, I realized how important it is for each member to be taken care of. But that, that doesn't happen in a big group like this, right? Because we will have, we'll go downstairs, we'll have coffee, we'll have our chats, but more than likely your, 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 your deep-rooted needs, the, the things that you're struggling with, won't be shared here in this, in this big context. It'll be in a smaller group that you are much closer to and trust, right? I think, of, um, I think of it like um, what our sensei said when I first started with karate. They said that, you know what, it's good that you train and we want, to, we want you to give everything here. However, you need to train outside of here to, to progress, to move forward, right? You need to train at home. And they said, if you train with someone else from the dojo, that, that progress will speed up even more. So I remember the first time we had a, a fighting tournament. Uh, we, we were a whole group of guys who were on the same size except for one guy, who was a bit smaller. I felt so bad for him. He was really knocked around that day. But um, we were very competitive, and this karate tournament turned into uh, a series of small street fights. Um, but our senseis let us go. They thought, oh, they're not getting hurt. They're fine. And they told us afterwards, the, on, the, on the Monday, that we, the, the tournament was on the Saturday. On the Monday, they said, okay, look, guys, that was very entertaining, right? But you guys are not going to last long. You need to train outside of this. 
And in that tournament, I was pretty proud of myself. I came third, but I was, I was beaten by, by about one guy who has incredible focus. You guys know Alina and Brighton. They've, they've come to church. Some of you may know them. Brighton's older brother. So we started, and we started with Brighton, Alina. I don't know if Freda is here. Freda was with us as well. Um, but we're a, big, we're a big group, and quite a few of us were from this church. And I remember us deciding, after I lost to Brian, I said, the next year, I'm taking this guy out. This is my grudge match. I, in my mind, I was already doing the whole Rocky montage and everything. I'm, I'm going to train so hard, Brian is going down. And all the time, my sensei would remind us as the, as the new tournament was coming, it's like, oh, so Rick, are you, are you going to get beaten again by Brian? Is this, is this your fate again? And um, so we trained, but we actually trained together this time. So a group of us would meet outside, outside of the dojo. We'd meet at someone's house. There was a time we met at the gym, and we would spar. And um, <clears throat> a bunch of things happened. We, we, we realized we got all these benefits from this. Um, we, we pushed each other when we trained, right? Because we were a competitive group, but now uh, we're competing with each other to compete with each other. Right, so, so there, even the training there was even more intense. There were some injuries, but it was worth it. We critiqued each other, right? You say, oh, you don't, you don't kick so well, or your, your left punch is easy to, to spot when it's coming. We taught each other new techniques and combos and stole combos from each other, which was fantastic. But we also kept each other accountable because we said, okay, we're training, we're training um, on Tuesday and then on Thursday again. And you have to make sure you've practiced before we meet again. And if you hadn't practiced, it was very obvious. So we have this accountability system as well. And the next tournament that came, I'm proud to say that I, I won first place in that one. But Alina won first place in the, in the, in the women's division. right? And so we then told everyone that the common thing here is that we're from New Song Family Church. So obviously, you need to train, but you also need to come to New Song Family Church. <laughs> so we got better at, at, at our karate. The, the, our focus time ensured this, this time that, that we're having outside of our normal training times. But we also got closer, right? All of these people have become like family to me. And there are a lot of people, there's another guy, Jonas, that I've trained with uh, after that, and he's like a brother to me as well. But that, that reminds me of of small group Bible studies. And how this is, this is a place where it's, 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 it's um, more general encouragement and general instruction, where as in those groups, you really focus in. Right? Bible studies are the perfect place for us to grow. Uh, there are a few things that happen. There's, there's accountability. Right? In Galatians 6 verse 1, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, if any if another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should be gentle and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. I've experienced incredible freedom from temptations and from, from sin that I was struggling with because of being accountable to guys in our group. Uh, there have been times where I've been able to SMS guys who are in, in our group and say, I'm really struggling with this right now. Please help me. And they say, we're praying for you right now. Some people even uh, are nice enough to type out a whole prayer that they sent to me. It's fantastic. 
right? But we have this, this accountability, and, and often just hearing that and hearing I'm praying for you, I already feel a, a strength that the Lord is reminding me, no, no, you're not alone, and what you're struggling with, your whole group, and, and, and our, group is, our groups are so kind, they say, oh, don't worry, we've also struggled with that as well. So you feel like, oh, if they've overcome it, I can overcome it too, and they're praying for me, and I've got my, my, my Father and the Holy Spirit who's in me who's going to drive me forward. This accountability has really pushed, pushed me forward. One of the most awesome things is just coming together and getting into God's Word, and you hear, and you get into um, a more in-depth discussion where we have uh, 20 minutes here, you'd have an hour or two discussing a passage and hearing from other people. And, that's, and I love that because the Holy Spirit uh, works in each and every single one of us. He speaks to every single one of us. So as you sit in a Bible study, as I'm teaching here, you're hearing what I've heard from the Holy Spirit. When you're sitting in a Bible study and the Holy Spirit is, is speaking there, you're hearing him speak to every single person. And you're getting a different perspective, something that you've never thought of. And I love that. And, 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 and God designed us to be that way, where he made us different for a reason. So as we, as we come together, uh, through our different viewpoints and our different backgrounds, we see the scriptures in a different way. And God brings all that out so we can see it as well in a different way. It says in, in, in 2 Timothy 3, uh, verse 16 to 17, that all scripture is inspired by God and useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. And there it is, just that instruction through God's word that we'll hear as we're in this group. Another thing, and, and, and one of my favorite things, is the relief of guilt and the reminders of God's forgiveness in these small groups. James says in, in, in James 5 verse 16, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. And many times we, we, we bear this, this burden of sin on our own. And, and, and mostly when I, when I hold sin that I'm dealing with, that I'm struggling with, and I hold it on my own, on top of the guilt comes condemnation and feeling that I can never get through this. I will never, I will never overcome this. And I am too embarrassed to tell my brothers or my sisters what I'm struggling with. And often when we finally obey this, when we confess our sins to one another, when I tell, hey, I'm really struggling with this, it's almost like this burden is lifted. And I almost get irritated with myself because I see the response of the other person. I thought, what was I doing all of this time? Right? Why was I holding this back all this time? Why did I think they were going to judge me? Why do I think they were going to condemn me when they do the opposite? And we're reminded of God's forgiveness. Often many times we, we, we know it is head knowledge, but sometimes hearing it from someone else, God has grace for you for this. He forgives you. Like he's forgiven every other sin, he, he'll forgive this one and he'll continue to forgive you. We, get so, we can get so stuck in our own heads and that's not where it was supposed to be. That's where the enemy wants us to be, on our own, so he can take us out. But probably one of the, the most important things that happens in these small groups is ascending out. A reminder that 
we didn't just come here to to, to comfort one another and and to to learn a few uh, new things about this passage, but the knowledge that we have, we're supposed to go out with it. In in Matthew twenty eight verse um, nineteen to twenty, it says, "Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit." Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I give you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That's our mandate. That's our collective mission. This should be on our minds all of the time. But in, 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 in the busyness of life and how hectic life is, and life is hectic right now for so many people. So many people are just trying to get back on their feet from the last couple of years. And we forget that we're not actually here just, just to live through this life and, and, and make money and, and get smart and get status. We're here to, to, to bring God's kingdom. His kingdom come, his will be done. We're here to go out and share God's truth. That's the purpose that we have. And that gives so much joy because it, it reminds us that this is not everything. All the troubles are not everything. All, all, all the worries here on this earth, that is not everything. This is temporary. This is but a grain of sand on a seashore of eternity. But we're supposed to be moving forward. And I think as, as we're in groups and we remind each other, we have this thing in our group where we're always asking, how was, how was your weekend and how, how did your sharing, did you have an opportunity to share your faith? How did that go? We're always keeping that on the forefront of our minds that that's what we need to do. Or who can you share this passage with after we've shared it? And discipleship is like a cycle, right? There's, um, there's a, a, a lyric by Lecrae in one of his songs uh, after the music stops. He says, we're out to make disciples who make disciples who make disciples disciple cycles, right? That we're a part of this cycle, that at, at, at every moment it's good to have someone who's discipling you, but it's also, it's also God's mandate that we work, if, if we're not discipling someone right now, we're working towards it, right? We need to be doing both, being discipled and discipling. That's what he's called us to. And I think we miss out, if we're not discipling, I feel like you're missing out on half of the joy that God has for you. If you're not reaching out, you're missing out on half of the joy that God has for you. Right? Everything is supposed to be, we are supposed to be this um, a, a vessel that overflows. If we're, we're called broken vessels, and if you're this broken vessel and you're just being filled and filled, but nothing ever comes out, you're just filled and you're happy for a little bit, and it flows out. And it flows out. And here's the thing about discipling as well. As you're discipling, you're also being filled. You're identifying with God in, in, in new ways. You're, you're, you're asking him all the time because most of the time you don't know what you're doing. You're saying, Jesus, please help me. I don't know what to, what to share. I don't have any knowledge beyond what is on the page in this book, and I need you. I've learned to, 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 to really rely on God. And someone asks, when, when someone is struggling through something, there are many times, oh my God, I really don't know. And time and time again, he has been faithful. Sometimes he's, he's given me a word. Sometimes he says, just listen. 
But in that, in that process of discipling, I gain more trust for my God. So I want us to think about where we are at. First of all, for, for, for everyone who is not part of a group, there are groups going in this church. There are quite a few groups. Talk to me, uh, talk to Sibylla, talk to Ziggy. There are groups that are going all throughout the week. And please get plugged in because it's, it's, it's a place that God wants to, to work um, in you and then to work through you. Right? So get connected to a group. Right? But I also have a, another thing to ask of our church. There are people here who I'm sure have heard from God that maybe I need to start a group. Maybe I need to, 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 to get to the second part of the disciple cycle where I'm discipling somebody. Imagine what, what, what this nation would be like if everyone took on that mandate that I'm going to be discipled, but I'm also going to disciple. It'd be incredible. So honest to, to, to think about that, I'm going to close in prayer. And I want you to think about that. Ask God, God, what group am I supposed to be a part of if I'm not part of a group? If I'm not part of a, a group where we meet weekly or bi-weekly, however many times where I can sit with a group of people where we're growing intimately together and, 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 and pushing ourselves to, towards God's purposes. If you're not part of one of those groups, ask God, where do I need to be plugged in? For everyone else, I want to I want to say, if you're in a group or, or maybe you've been part of a group for a long time, maybe God's already been talking to you. Maybe, maybe not. And ask him, God, are you asking me to, to think about leading a group or co-leading with somebody? Let's pray. Uh, Jesus, thank you for, for the way that you, you designed us. Um, it wasn't by accident that that. You made us to need one another, to, to need deep relationship, to need family. It wasn't, it wasn't a mistake that it's in deep relationship that, that we grow the most. Thank you, Jesus, for this church family. And thank you for, for the many people who have poured into my life. And thank you for the opportunity I get all the time to, to, to encourage um, anyone here. I, I pray, Lord, that you'd... Uh, Remind us of the importance of coming together. God, we don't have strength on our own. We're not meant to do this on our own. That God, we need to, 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 to be meeting regularly, to be encouraged, to be corrected, uh, to, to, to learn more things about you, to be prepared to share your truth with people. God, I, I pray for, for those who don't have a group that you'd be tugging on their heart today and say, um, lead them to where you want them to be. And I pray, Lord, for those who are part, part of a group or have been part of a group for a very long time, I pray um, that you speak to them as well. God, your, your, uh, your, your desire is that we would all disciple, that we would all be looking and saying, God, who do you want me to, to share you with and who do you want me to help grow uh, in closeness to you? pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Rico Vecca, and I am also a pastor at New Song Family Church. I want to thank you for listening to this message today, and it is my hope that you will join us again for another New Song Family Church podcast.